paradise drink flows from the force of Come on to your butt. I am your father. My name's Jack. Oh, All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Hello, what have we here? Scruffy looking nerfer! I got a bad feeling about this. You know, they, they call me cautious being on multiple social media platforms. This is madness. It's a trap! Where's my super suit? We have a Hulk. Fine. I'll do it myself. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode at Fandom Rants Radio. This is our 55th episode. 55? 55th. That's yep. a good number. 55. 55. And we are here to talk everything Mandalorian Season 1. This is going to be a full in-depth breakdown of this season, giving you our favorite scenes, um, some squabbles we have with it, favorite moments, favorite things about this season, ranking every episode, mm-hmm. and Easter eggs and Season 2 predictions it's our um, first disney plus show yeah we're reviewing isn't that cool that is so cool i mean i, I still think we should have reviewed uh lady in the tramp remake oh no um high school the musical the musical all right oh no little mini prediction do you think this will still continue to be the best disney plus show yeah Ooh, i think it even will after kenobi yeah. well, kenobi this, i think whoa, kenobi's whoa. the only rival does clone wars count or is that not an original? It's not an original. Uh, uh, it is. Started off on Cartoon Network. Thanks. I know, but anyways, we're here to talk everything Mandalorian Season 1. So before we go into this, what were some initial thoughts by you guys? Or by the way, I'm joined with Clint and Devin. If you, if you didn't know that. Dyslexic man. This guy. We'll change your title. What were no. some? You're the sequel. <laughs> you know, like how Batman has different nicknames, like the Cave Crusader, the Dark Knight. What would be the nicknames for Dyslexic Man? <laughs> oh, the, I had no idea. The, the, the Anti-Lithosaurus Man. The antithesis to the Lithosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what were some of you guys' initial thoughts going into Mandalorian? So, initially, <laughs> I was like, what is this? I'm pretty sure I just clicked on High School Musical, the series, and why is it playing this Mandalorian crap? Right. And I was like, you know what? I actually like the show. Yeah, no, I didn't love it okay. as much as the High School Musical series, but yeah, it's still not the High School Musical series. I Here, still would put the the lost episodes for Clone Wars over this pile of crap. I'm hey, totally kidding. I hey, love this show with everything I have. Five storyline is actually amazing. So just at me. It's one of the best four parters. But true. anyways, I remember we all first watched the very first episode that it's now titled The Mandalorian, and. The very first thing we saw... Was it I not was, titled before? No, it didn't. Mm-mm. Oh. The very first thing we saw, I paused it <clears throat> because Jack was going to the bathroom or something, and it stopped on Darth Vader's face. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, and we all freaked out. Oh, oh my the new God. Intro. But the it was just intro. the intro to the show. We, <laughs> we were so out. all pissed at Ryan. He's like, dude, seriously? <laughs> it, was just like the, it was like a split second into the show. So going into Mandalorian, we actually thought Darth Vader would make an appearance. Yeah. But, yeah, I was so excited because we heard about this. What was it? 
years ago. No, not it years had to ago. be at least like a year and a half ago. Probably a year. Oh, ago. a year and a half ago, I D twenty three, not yeah. the last D twenty three, but the one before it. Yeah. Did they announce that Pedro Pesco was playing the Mandalorian at that yeah. point too? Well. First, they announced the Mandalorian, showed you the picture, and then they announced Petra Pascal like six months after. I remember the exact picture that they yeah that they showed because that was the around. only thing we had for like several months, and it was badass. It was I so remember cool. with the rifle. I remember when they dropped the official trailer for the show, and I saw the cast. They had like Carl Weathers, the bad guy from Breaking Bad, uh, a couple other big heavy names in there too. So I was very, I was very excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick Nolte being a voice. Nick Nolte. And I think Petra Pascal did a great job this season. Yeah. Like, being iconic and you connect with him, but you still feel kind of blocked off. The fact that you can carry so much emotion and you understand what he's thinking and he's under a helmet. Exactly. It just shows. The entire time. It just shows how much of a caliber as an actor that he really does have under his belt. Yeah. conveying so much emotions without any facial expressions whatsoever and also like he knows how to deliver like the lines just like by slow head movements and all that it's really yeah. clever his yeah. movements is like and you know I, I watched an interview with him that it was like it was so much easier to immerse himself while keeping the helmet on it's uh, like at all times feeling himself <laughs> in the helmet it completely immersing himself in the star wars universe bang facts and <laughs> I had a completely image in my head. I thought a really fun trio in this was Petra Pascal, Gina Carano, and then Carl Weathers. That was a, like towards the end of the series. Oh my god, Cara Dune! That was a fun trio, which I hope we can see again. Cara Dune's so hot. I like Carl Weathers' character too. He's like a car salesman, yeah, for <laughs> bounty, but for bounty hunters. Your like what was it? Your guild rates just went up. <laughs> Your guild rates just, just went, went up. up. Anyways, these episodes were directed by, I think, four or five different directors. John Favreau, um, who obviously wrote all of this. Rick Van Mua, um, Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, and then Dave Filoni had one. Dave Filoni. Um, but overall, we all love this show. Like My God, yeah. There was a point, I think it's around like episode four five and six where i started losing faith a little bit like i was like is this going anywhere because they had the story arc with baby yoda and then they brought that back in episode seven and eight um also baby yoda what the heck dude oh my god i was freaking out when we first saw it because i first noticed it with the ears when we were all watching it here and i saw the ears i was like there's no freaking way that's yoda or a yoda i just i was freaking out man i could have never called that i love how in a million years i love how they saved it like normally with movies you go into it and you really know everything that's going to happen pretty much for the most part besides yeah. like end game and like big movies like that yeah but like this they saved it and i watched an interview with favreau saying like how he really wanted to keep that secret which i appreciated Oh yeah! Else oh yeah! Imagine that got out on the internet like before the episode. That would have oh, totally ruined it. Oh my god! It would have. I think it would have. They ruined kept that everything. under wraps so well. Well, we did hear the the leak of the script, was which was a, like a child. child that changes the Mandalorian's well, life. Which, yeah, it was. Com- it was convincing because in the trailer, the way they showed it, the the young version of the Mandalorian. I thought was the child. Oh, I thought when he's him. like reaching for, I thought he was me- reaching for Mando. Yeah, and you know so they, they they did really good direction. And the girl in the trailer didn't they also say like a fifty year old? It was <sighs> going to be someone who's fifty years old and has a child. Because I for the longest time I swore it was the woman in the trailer, 
and she's going to have a kid, but then it ended up being baby Yoda, who is actually 50 years old. Yeah. There was some, well, they said that there was going to be um, a character or something they, that the fan base would never completely like can predict or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Didn't predict that. No, you can't. But anyways, before we go into talking about each episode, what we want to do is give you guys our favorite moments and <clears throat> our biggest squabbles. So, does anyone want to start with their favorite moment? And just really, this could be favorite thing about the show too. Doesn't no, have favorite to be a favorite aspect. Moment. Favorite aspect. I think all the shootout scenes for the show were probably my favorite aspect. Oh my Choreography god, yeah. was amazing, dude. It, it felt really, it felt really, really western. Like Especially- every time. Every time they brought in, it's not like, you know, machine guns or anything like that. If everything is like a machine gun, it's usually on a, tor- a, a turn. Yeah. Uh, usually, they always, Pedro Pesco usually uses the rifle or yeah. his pistol. Yeah. Everyone's using pistols. Very Western. Also, all the sets, extremely Western, especially first episode. Oh, yeah. First episode, Space Western. And even this. That actually, yeah, that might be my favorite thing about it. Third one. Oh. The choreography in his fight scenes, it literally seemed I, like Batman. I did not think I was going to get this much action in this show. I honestly, truly, I just no. thought it was more going to be like, we get a few moments. But I, I, I thought I was going to have the feeling like I didn't get enough yeah. showing off how badass the Mandalorian is. Yeah. But we got, we got I feel like we even got more than we needed, most people yeah. anticipated. You know, the budget what they had with this show was amazing, too. They had such a great budget. With everything. That's why I think TV shows, instead of being stretched out, rather than having a th- like five throwaway episodes in like a 20-episode season. I know yeah. what you mean. Which I think is a new direction that. that like started with streaming services mainly. How yeah, that's like been Stranger going. Things. That's, being, that's been like a huge – yeah, with Stranger Things, that's been a huge trend lately yeah. of having that like no more than 12-episode cutoff, which I love that. I love it and I also don't like it. Like I, I like not getting enough. Because it makes it me is want a good so feeling. much more. It is a good feeling. Then being over abundance, I'm like, eh, yeah. kind of tired of this. I think Mandalorian felt, yeah, no, Mandalorian felt really good with just eight. Yeah. At least that's how I felt. I think eight was just, just enough. Yeah. Just enough. So I think, I I think if it went off a little bit longer and they kept stretching the storyline, it could maybe drag on a little bit because it seemed kind of dry at first. Like the only real big thing they had overarching was the baby Yoda thing. Which they still haven't explained, and they most likely I will, like and they will eventually. Um, but I think my favorite thing, we, at first I hated this, but I've warmed up to it. I like how each episode starts and finishes in the ship. Each episode has its own beginning and ending. It has its own yeah. plot. Like, yeah. It's very unique. I've never seen anything like it. I, where like there is an overarching story, but that's just kind of the background. Like Clone Wars is kind of like that. But still had an overarching story with characters we know. Um, I, I like that because then I can then you can even go back to the show and watch like your favorite episode without like refreshing on anything else. Right. Unless yeah. if it's like the true heavy story episodes. But I, I like the side adventures. It feels like how a bounty hunter show should be like. And yep. for a, a guy who's always been wanting like a show like this in the realm of bounty hunters with Star Wars. It nailed it. Nailed everything and more for me, at least. Because, you know, yep. like the space western vibe, that that's how originally Star Wars was going for. Yep. Space opera slash western in space. Like, that's how literally Lucas described Star Wars. Yeah. So, that that's why it's so dope. I love the grittiness, too. Also, great, great side characters, too. 
not just Pedro Pascal. Pedro yeah. Pascal alone is also amazing with him, Baby Yoda. But he had a really great supporting cast. Uh, including Baby Yoda. Including Baby Yoda. Yeah. Tadakwa TT as the IG-11. Nick oh, Nolte like as Quill. Uh, Quill. I forgot what Cara Dune's actress's name is. And then uh, Carl Weathers, obviously, too. Yeah. I just... Okay. Those main people. We'll get to these episodes, but 4, 5, and 6, I just didn't buy those characters. They just didn't... The acting, I think, was a little off. Um, I just didn't really? really buy into it. Yeah. I especially think- with the one chick from... Uh, <laughs> Um, Agents of Shield, the one episode with uh, I, I liked her. It's called the Gunslinger. I didn't like the what's oh, her face. I that one she's, old. She's actually babysitter. she's been nominated for things too. She's actually a regular like actress, but I yeah, can't remember her name. Like Top. She was like yeah. <laughs> I think they you know they chose uh, to go with that that hairstyle because it felt very eighties. How is she? Because they were trying to go for the seventies and eighties vibe. Really. Uh, yeah, because that's how. Because you know, Star Wars looks like futuristic seventies. Yeah. So I like how it's not just touchscreens, touchscreen. You know, it Star Wars has such a unique futuristic look. Uh, look. Yeah. Luke. 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 Futuristic Luke. <laughs> ha. I'll never join you, Dooku. Anyways, <laughs> if you guys don't have any other great things to say about the show, there are some squabbles. I have a lot of great things to say about the show, but I guess I have one in service really, of time. Really big squabble. All right, Clint. You guys can take us off. Screen All right, so the squabble. My my one probably biggest uh, biggest thing with the show it's 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 honestly like it could be a nitpick, it could be a nitpick if you choose to look at it that way. But uh, obviously, if you watched episode eight, you know you see Mando's face is revealed when she looks like Pedro Pascal. For me personally, I did not like that at all. I liked the. I would have liked if he took off his helmet, but we still didn't see it. Oh yeah. I I like the mystery. I like the mystery surrounding. Like, what does he look like under the helmet? It's because it keeps the audience guessing, but you don't really know. It's really cool. Yeah. It's like the same thing they do with uh like with Master Chief in Halo. Even yeah. though it's a video game character, but still kind of like the same thing. It's like a huge yeah. pop culture character though. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You keep the mystery of the character because you know you know the character, but then you really don't. At the same time, yeah, I think kinda, I'm kind of yeah. I'm fine with it both ways because I like the way they did it because he can continue the wearing the helmet and it was at the end of the season. Like if they did this at the beginning, I would have been pissed. <laughs> oh no, I'd have been pissed too. But now it's like if him as a character, him not taking off his helmet is obviously a huge thing. Yeah, and it but it's also a huge thing for the audience too when they don't see it. But now that the audience has seen what he looks like under the mask, it's taken away that that uh, intensity, at yeah. least for me. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with that, Clint. Yeah. So it, when if there is going to be another moment where his helmet's going to get taken off, yeah. then that uh, intensity's taken away. That yeah. The effect of it's going to be taken away. The mystique of his character, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of ruined that moment I already. wish they did do that, the same exact scene, but you didn't see his face. I do, I do see, agree yeah. with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just cuts. Like, he puts the helmet down, but it's just focusing on the Ooh. helmet. Yeah, and just you just hear the dialogue. Or you just see the back talking. of his head. That would have been fine. I would have been fine True. with the back of his head too. Anything, yeah. But uh, yeah. I guess Taika Waititi wanted to show us the head. Yeah. Well, um, it's like I said, you could look at it as a nitpick. That's just for me. It's probably my biggest thing. I think about that's the a, that's a good flaw to have too. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I agree with that one. I would say my biggest squabble would probably be. Didn't you already mention it? But he didn't go in yeah, depth. Yeah, I didn't go in depth. All right, go in depth. It's, it's just the you dive in the three episodes after the sin, and then before 
Um, we get back to the main storyline. Um, Sanctuary, Gunslinger, and Prisoner. I just felt they were fun. They were action-packed. And really, that's just what the show's all about. I just didn't feel attached to the side characters. I guess it's kind of showing you more of the Mandalorian, which I like. Din Djarin. Um, but I felt like they could have done that with um, Carol... Or is it Carol... Um, Gina Curry, Curiano. Cara Dune's character. Carol... Cara, Carol Dunes. Cara Dune. Um, her character, Carl Weathers, um, Taika Waititi as IG, um, instead of kind of throwing in these new characters that we probably won't see again. And who, who remembers their name? No one does. Um, so do I think they were a waste? Eh, yeah, I do. Do I think it was a waste of episode? No, because you still get to know the Mandalorian, and it was fun, action-packed, which is really all the show is. Um, which which characters name name one of which you think is the most like wasted? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I well would, okay. Is it Post pretty, Malone? Pretty much both of them in that one episode, the Gunslinger, yeah. and then there's the Prisoner one. I like that because they all stay alive though. I don't even remember anyone's name. There's just that one guy who kept annoying me with the two pistols. Oh, um, Bill like, Burr. Like I've That's seen, he hates Star Wars. <laughs> like I've seen shows like that, like um, Clone Wars. There's perfect episodes <laughs> where you get you only know one character in one episode, and then you get attached, and then they die off, and you're like, "Whoa, I felt attached to them." This I just didn't feel it with those. I got so attached to General Crow. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the Clone Wars episode with the bombad gen or the gun. The Jar Jar, yeah, the I Gungan, got really attached to the Gungan to him general too. when he fights Grievous and dies. Oh yeah, him. You know he's also in Phantom Menace. Yeah, yep. yeah. He dies. Yeah, he dies. Grievous yeah, kills Grievous him, guts him, bro. That's Anyways, awesome. That's just my nitpick. Um, it's probably an unpopular opinion. No, no, I think, but I actually kind of do agree with you about with some of those characters. Like, I could not. I could honestly probably care less about Post Malone and then um, Carrot Top. But uh, he died, though. Yeah, he died. Uh, but also, like, what was it when they tried to build the relationship between Mando and then that one chick and yeah. the gunslinger? I don't really think. It's, I don't know. I don't think it's wait. I don't like. It's just that I one wasn't wasted. I know. I, I liked it, but I could see where Ryan's coming at yeah. with it because like, it's making yeah. a character opportunity that's just not going to go anywhere. Kind yeah, of. I mean, you never know. He may no, eventually I mean, go it, back to that planet. Might. That's true because it is a TV show, so it's not everything's not set in stone. That's true. Now, if that's, this was I a could, movie, I would one hundred percent. Like yeah. agree with you on that, but I could see your point of view, Ryan, because yeah. it, it it would get annoying. There was that who who was really annoying in episode six. I think I just didn't like the Twilight guy. I think the Twilight guy was really annoying. Oh me. yeah. Okay. Honestly, episode six wasn't yeah. awful. Sanctuary wasn't awful because you still get to know. Um, uh, why do I always keep forgetting her name? Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Um, and then it's just the gun, the gunslinger, which. Both of them die, and you just it just felt like a waste. Like, you don't even understand his character anymore. I don't think that episode's a waste. Because of the end. Mainly because it's Tatooine. A, it's Tatooine. And B, they went to Tatooine for a purpose. To hint at someone else. And I think would, they wouldn't show is, that for, like... They still haven't told us who was the I like person that. walking. I don't want to know, and I want it to be the biggest reveal. Yep. Even if it's not even Boba Fett. I still want it to be a huge reveal. Some people are saying it was the Car- Carl Weathers character. Oh, no. Big money on 99. Yeah, it's Carl Weathers. <laughs> big money on 99. 99. 99. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so, Devin, do you have any squabbles? I I could see your guys's 
I truly didn't have any squabbles because I've seen I've seen so many TV shows, so many TV shows yeah. where I'd even get attached to, they cancel it, and uh, that's why I don't even watch like shows that air anymore. I just watch streaming service shows now. It's gotten to that point, but yeah. like I'm I got I'm so impressed with that sh- with this show. Yeah. Like I was just so mind blown. And it's just everything I would want in a Star Wars show, and I this is the Star Wars content I want. I'm I'm kind of like I don't need the big episodic, huge galaxies at stake type thing. I want more, like focused stories within Star Wars, which is yeah what I want. I feel like you're about to say like yeah I want one <laughs> with uh Darth Binks, but like you really focus on like the love story aspect between him and that one Gungan guy. No, I, I goes, want. <laughs> no, I want my <laughs> Misa. <laughs> I want my uh, Nyai Nub uh, series. <laughs> F- take him <laughs> off this podcast. Where <laughs> it follows him after the events of Return and how he's hailed as a hero. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Stop <Rebellion>. talking. <laughs> hey, he was on Battlefront 2015 release, Devin. I'm out. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Fun fact if you ever want to get Devin mad, just mention Nyai Nub. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to oh, throw shit. the mask oh, at you. <laughs> Anyways. Let's go down the line and just talk about every episode chronologically, just our opinions about them, and then at the end, we can rank them, and then we'll go into predictions for season two and Easter eggs. What's ooh, up, Devin? I just wanted to add one more tidbit. Ooh, ooh. I don't think there was a bad episode. I think just like oh, yeah, some were better every, than others. I think every episode had a takeaway that was meant and a purpose for each for each. Reason. Yeah, because even if it's a side adventure, you get a new aspect yeah. about Mando. I guess the only one I could see would be a waste is the gunslinger, because I can't think of an attribute we found out about him that we liked. Maybe that he longs to be a mentor or something. I just think with more side adventures, you get more attached to Mando. Maybe, yeah. Because he, he looks more experienced. Yeah. And to me, showing the experience on screen is very important yes. when it comes to that. Oh, yes. All right, that was so, just a little tidbit. Anyways, the very first episode was called The Mandalorian and aired in November. What's your favorite episode of Mandalorian? Oh, The Mandalorian. No, which which one? Cute. Summary of this episode was, A Mandalorian bounty hunter tracks a target for a well-paying client. Directed by Jon Favreau, who is also obviously the writer. Um, God, he's good. But this episode really blew me out. I, I was... I was surprised, and obviously the ending ends with Baby Yoda. Um, but throughout oh the whole thing, God. like I, I thought st- it was well paced. I really liked the characters. This I, one I saw the most. I still think yeah. this probably has the best action sequence in the show, with the shootout in the IG town. And, IG stand Ooh, down. I don't know. Threes is threes is really no 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 no. That's uh, a good. Uh, no, I just love top tier. It's top I just tier. love seeing uh, IG eleven. Just like, oh, doosh, then again, doosh, yeah, doosh, doosh. yeah, like, yeah. It, it's just awesome, man. It's yeah. so calculated. That's how like every robot should shoot. If you really exactly. think about how how does a robot miss exactly, especially an IG unit? Yeah, assassin droids. I love that. Yeah, but, the first episode. Oh, that was such a like perfect one to launch this on. Yeah, that one I watched like at least five, six times. I watched the most. It was the first one. Is that Beska Steel? Beska Steel. 
Yeah. And I, okay, one thing I will say about this show that I love, I like how it's kind of like a video game, how he kind of upgrades his armor as you progress. I love that. Like, first he gets the shoulder pad, then he gets the full best guard, chest plate, other shoulder pad, and like some. Dude, he has like pads. four different skins. He's got a lot of skins in the first season. And then at the very end, he upgrades with the jetpack. Which I didn't expect. I really thought it was going to be the same thing the entire time. Yeah, so I really like that. Because they changed it really quick. Like, not it even within the first three. two episodes or he, first three episodes when he gets the... <clears throat> like, I actually was enjoying his, like, kind of, like, scavenger-type armor. I actually like the brown one a lot. Yeah. I was getting attached to the it. The brown with he, the blue. And then he changed to just all Beskar, and I was like... I can get with that. I like the gloves. I don't know why. I like the little blue. Fingerless. Little blue arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a clones thing. Anyways. Then the next episode was The Child. Ooh, where I love this episode. We oh, yeah. start to learn more about Baby Yoda. We see the first force power from Baby Yoda. Um, also, Jawas yeah. getting disintegrated, which is, I think, what everyone's wanted to see. Like that at least, never, I, at least that, it was me. That never gets old. Yeah. And you know what? The uh, the scene with the with the sand crawler, it felt like uh, it felt like I don't know if you guys ever played Super Star Wars for Nintendo sixty four. No. It felt like it felt like a level. It felt like level off of that. That's really? what I, really oh, I know. It. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It yeah. felt like a level off of that. I really like that. Suka. Yeah, that Anyways. blaster was so OP, which actually I really like that because it's in somewhat a way a callback because remember when Vader in Empire was like, no disintegrations to, yeah. bo- to Boba. No they literally, disintegrations. They literally disintegrate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, one, one thing that I didn't understand. So Rick Famua directed this one. I don't understand how the Mandalorian just got his ass whipped by Jawas. I don't think he did. He didn't get his ass whooped. He just fell. You remember? Remember he got like he got like ganged up with a bunch of Jawas who have stun guns. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, if he really, really, really wanted to kill them all, he probably could. Yeah. Remember when he pulled out the flamethrower on one of them? Yeah. Oh. oh. Also, this oh. shows more of uh, Nick Nolte's character, Quill. Quill. Nick Nolte. I kept forgetting yes. his name. Yeah. Quill. Yeah. Quill. They only, uh, well, you don't get a name until like I think episode seven. seven. Yeah, till episode seven. Because he calls him uh, Ugnot. Is that the species yeah, name? Ugnot. It's the things yeah. from um, Empire. I've spoken. The Remember, one that those little, those little hot potato with C three PO's head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I never like, forget. I like it how they showed more of um, Quill's character. I want to say Nick Nolte. It's so weird, but uh, yeah, more Quill of... just does, Quill just sounds like well MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? I totally like my mind is blanked, and then I just hear Ryan. Well, MCU. And he has like he has like the Buzz Lightyear smile that Buzz has. Delicious hot, hot schmoes. <laughs> but anyways, like I was oh saying before, uh, I like it because you sh- you see more of uh, Nick Nolte's character and how he's yeah. so helpful. Yeah, I, like I liked that. it, and he even had like the least amount of dialogue. Too. It felt like it's like if you went in Red Dead and you go on the wilderness missions, yep. you go hunting. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's pretty much no dialogue. It's what they felt like. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. You know. Anyways, then the next episode, the sin, which oh god, I think we can all agree is one of the best, if not the best, which is where Mando. Mm returns so with the good. client or with the bounty brings back to the client 
And then this is where we see the biggest change in his character, directed by Deborah Chow. That's why I love this one so much. Because not only is it filled with the most action and the most badass scenes and choreography, but it's where you see the change of his character. Like, who doesn't want to see stormtroopers get, like, torched to death? The first time a flamethrower so actually does anything Throw. in Star Wars. First yep. time. Pretty much, yeah. 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 God, yeah. that was so awesome. It, yeah. it did feel like Batman. You know, actually, to tie into that, I love that he has, like, an anti-droid thing. Yeah. Like, the anti-gun thing with Batman. Yep. Although, <laughs> we'll talk about this at the last episode. He got way too attached to that IG unit. Yeah, that was a little weird. It was, like, yeah. five minutes of him, like, you can't die. I need you. It's against your programming. And he was, like, like absolutely taking a dump on him the entire episode. <laughs> like, yeah. like, not even, like, ten minutes before. Yeah, he's, like, I don't know. This is a little weird, but I understand how he doesn't like George because of his backstory. Oh, yeah. Parents. Um, and I like how you kind of get a glimpse of that died. each episode, especially when they're crafting armor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So sexy. So, anyways. The armor is sexy. The armorer. She's hot. Even she sounds a lot like Captain Phasma, but already cooler. Favreau. She's already more. Me- she's already more memorable than Captain Phasma. <laughs> Yeah. She actually had a cool fight scene. And then John Favreau had <laughs> and a cameo in this as Paz Vizla, another member of House Vizla. It's like pre Vizla's second cousin. <laughs> Twice, Twice removed. removed. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways. Jinx, you owe me a kiss. All the Mandalorian. <laughs> I did not want to kiss you right now. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> Anyways. You said right now. Okay, guys. I just need to get this out of the way. I'm tired because I just hiked 2,000 feet today, five-hour hike. So that's why I'm a little slapsticky. I'm also sick. And he's dyslexic. And Devin has herpes. And I have herpes, (laughs) yes. Devin has herpes. Straight up. (laughs) Anyways, dude, that scene with all the Mandalorians showing up, it still gets me. What? Oh my god, that was so cool. Sin. Uh that was so cool. Just seeing like that many with the jetpacks. Yeah. And that was the first time we heard this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way. Anyways, and then the next episode, Sanctuary, where the Mandalorian teams up with an ex soldier to protect a village from raiders, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And this is where we first meet Gina Carano's character. And I still think she is an ex shock trooper, Imperial. No, she's a rebel rebel drop trooper. She literally has the tattoo, Ryan. She has the rebellion logo (laughs) on her cheek. That's and she she's also, what, what is a rebel shock trooper? I have from, no idea, but it sounds cool. She's also originally from Alderaan. <laughs> so, a rip. If rip anything, that. she's probably the most anti-imperial person. Like <laughs> yeah. All, like uh, all uh, rebel people are. She was so dope. She had such a cool intro. Oh, yeah, she did. She almost kicked Mando's ass. They kind of ended on a stalemate. She did, yeah. Yeah. And then, but she would have lost because like that that it would just ricochet off, off his home and killed her. <laughs> and then that fight ended with the most iconic Baby Yoda meme, I think, which took yeah, that's over. Probably the best Baby Yoda the, meme. Uh, Kermit meme with him sipping the, 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 from the mug. <laughs> the you know, the tea. underrated uh, Baby Yoda meme is him choking out Cara Dune. Ooh, that one's underrated. That one's funny. Underrated. I think the biggest one 
was in episode two when he's like looking up at Mando. Yeah, and yeah, that was probably Quill. the biggest one. Yeah. Anyways, so this episode was packed with a lot of walking around and feeling attached to the Mando. He has a love interest. Ish. Sort of, it's kind of like I what, don't what, call it a love, love interest. interest. It's more of like what he could have, like where he could have gone. You know what? It, it reminds me of like a western. It it's is like it's like the hero saving the town. It's almost like a sailor the, who the who damsel craves. who's like been widowed. It's it's honestly like uh, Brandy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that song. It's a sailor Brandy. who cra- who craves to leave the sea, yet <laughs> he's <laughs> right. So pause. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyways, because it was actually it took the format of um, both Magnificent Seven and Shane. If you ever seen that at Western the movie, same time and like and slapped them together and then spit out Star Wars and know. Cowboys vs Aliens. Okay, and, heck yeah! But you know, it, it's the uh, whimsical warrior who comes into town, saves everyone, and yeah. then has a chance to live with everyone. But because of certain circumstances, he can't. Yeah. He has to leave what could have been so, a better life. Are you saying it's, it's a like, predictable copy of something? You know, even it's just bit? it's not I wouldn't say predict it just took the format of like what I guess every Western, not every Western, but like, you know, the combination. The, blu- the blueprint, I guess. Yeah. Blueprint. It is an yeah. individual. I, which is I, I really like that. Although it did remind me of Bounty Hunters, which is I forgot which episode that is. It's but, in Clone Wars though. Bounty hunters. Go look that up. Also, underrated fight scene is when uh, Mando and Cara Dune infiltrate the bulldog uh, internment camp. Not internment camp. The Ooh, camp. That is and they're all scene. beating in like him and Cara Dune are beating up all the ball, the bulldog people. The bulldogs. <laughs> the bulldogs. Bulldog guys. Whatever that was. I really like that. Also, the a- I've never been so scared of an ATST though. I'm pretty sure that was ironic. That was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Because there's that scene when they're, like, tracking the trails. It's like a like, T-Rex. Yeah. And she's in Jurassic World. Yeah, which I'm so excited for Jurassic World 3. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways. All right. So, the <laughs> next episode was The Gunslayer, which was oh. basically probably my least favorite, where That's the Mando... It's my, my least favorite, too. ...helps out a rookie bounty hunter who yeah, is in over his head, directed by Dave Filoni. Um, it just the story just was really boring to me. It just felt a Basically, little bit the story place. is like he wants to this. He meets this one guy Tatooine, who it which, was Tatooine, which though, was, a callback, was a fun callback. Was a fun callback. There was a lot of callbacks in that one, and I think it was interesting how it was very empty. Is there a reason for that? Because it's post Empire, oh, and, and the huts are dead. There's no the, the Hut clan. Hut clan moves, so there's no more. The guild's like, not there anymore. So there's no reason for everyone for anyone to be there. True. Like even the server was a droid. Yeah, it yeah, says remember, something. Like, in a new that oak, does. We don't serve their kind here. Yeah, that says something, man. That does Droidism. say something. I stop it. I would have. You know what? I. I think the episode would have been a lot more interesting if they didn't kill off the assassins so soon, or if they didn't kill she her off at all. She was such a cool character. But yeah, she was just sitting. She I'm was like, just sitting there and he killed she, her. And she has a couple of cool lines. I was like, it would have been interesting if they she kept did her. Have al- some good lines. I, it would have been interesting if they kept her alive and not Post Malone shooting her in the gut. I like her little monologue to Post Malone. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that monologue too. I I'm never, I'm never gonna call him by his actual name because he's way too he much. He just like looks Post like Post Malone, Malone. and he's dead, so yeah, there's he's, no point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, you but, know, oh, you know what's also a thing? Uh, you know how Dave Filoni kind of describes like uh, Mando's helmet. 
He said it's like it's like how a cowboy hat covers the eyes. Of course, kind of like God. it kind of tips. Yeah, exactly. Course, Coming from cowboy. the cowboy hat guy, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, like he doesn't have it. Like half of his head's just like gone. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just it's it's like, empty. It's like Vader's helmet. Yeah, is a cowboy hat. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting theory, Devin. It's not a theory. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Anyways, this episode just kind of ends with. I mean, Baby Yoda almost dying again. Yeah, they they fake kill Baby Yoda so many times. It kind of got a little old. I think it got a little bit old in episode six. That's the one that I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, but you oh, know yeah. what? This yeah, 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 that one droid was about to kill him, and then this particular episode I liked so much more the more I watched it. Five? Because I did not, really? I six? did not like it the first ta- time around. We're we talking about. Five. Five. Five oh, okay. does have okay. some cool parts. Gunslinger. Like, 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 I did like the speeder chase. That I like, was fun. I like the music. I like, do, 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 when, do, do, I like do, it when do. they're um, they're going to, to quote uh, General Krell, full frontal assault onto the assassin. Yeah. I like that Those part. Those flare guns were cool. I also like the end, at the very end, because it's the reason why the episode's there, is because we hear the jingles of boots and a certain the biggest cape. biggest tease. Biggest tease ever. Which like, they wouldn't go to Tatooine for no reason. Would they actually bring Boba back? How do you have a show called Mandalorian in which the entire reason why it exists, if you go all the way back, is because Boba Fett's armor looked cool. <laughs> Watch it just be And they pre- wanted to have, and so many nerds wanted to name that and have backstories and like so much lore. Watch it just be pre Vizsla, but his head is now Because a robot. he sold the most. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just got a, just a battle droid head. Like I, like I said, my money is on 99. What should be a fat Boba Fett? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> my money's on 99. 99. Anyways, after this episode is The Prisoner, which is... I really like this episode. Yes. Well, I love okay. this episode. This one is basically where the Mandalorian joins a crew of mercenaries on a dangerous <clears throat> mission to rescue one of their old pals. And then it all goes south. And then we see the dark side of Mando. I do Directed like by Rick Famua. I do like the showing of uh, Mandalorian's dark past because there's a certain line the Twilight Girl tells everyone is like, uh, "You tell him what you did on that planet," and where she says she's like, yeah. "He killed." I did like what a, I have okay, to do. I this did what ep- I had to do. Out of the past three episodes we've talked about, you could tell he really regrets it too. Yeah. yeah, this episode makes the most sense because it gives you a lot of backstory to his character, people he used to hang out with, people he used to do jobs with, his old crew, his old crew. I like that. I like um, I like the guy who's from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> oh my! And God. Batman Begins. Yeah, <laughs> he was funny. I don't know. I really liked it. I wanted like a criminal, like truly bad guys, like I, teaming up with Matt Mando. You know what I really like? I pulling like, off a heist. You know, I yeah. liked it when they were all arguing in the ship. Like before they got there, and they were all trying to gang up on Mando to take off his helmet, and yeah. then he was about to carbonite freeze the devil guy. Did yeah. you guys notice that? Yeah. But then they open up the baby Yoda. Yep. Oh yeah. He's wow. about the carbonite freeze the devil guy. I love that guy annoyed oh, me so much. The action sequences were so good. Ooh, okay, there's that one scene. By the I way, don't know, I don't know who it was. The when... devil guy is Savage Press. Yeah, that is Savage Press. That's the voice of Savage. Yeah. AK also aka Lex Luthor from the Justice League TV series. A- AKA your mom. Exactly. There's that one scene when everyone is just running around and he's just taking them out one by one. And I forget who he's tracking, but the lights are flickering and you see so him. Cool. He's there. He's not there. He's there. 
That was pretty cool. He could have killed him on. He left him alive. I yeah, like he them left all alive. He left them all alive. I like. Yeah, I did like it how he didn't kill him, and I like it how they all like stood no chance against yeah. Mando. But they're all talking crap in the dude, ship. I was so annoyed. He took out like eight droids, and they're like, "Dude, that's that's all you can do." They did nothing. They did absolutely. And he nothing. killed literally all of them, and they're like, "Okay, whatever." Also, yeah. Devin mentioned who was the rebel trooper in um the oh. episode. The Rebel Trooper is Matt Lanter, a.k.a. the voice of Anakin Skywalker in The Clone Wars. And from 90210. Killed him off so fast. Heck yeah. Yeah. We also had other cameos. At the very end, he signals for the Resistance. or the I guess, yeah. New Republic. New Republic. And we see a cameo of Dave Filoni, Rick Famua, and Deborah Chow on X-Wings. Shoot down that base or whatever smuggler base it was a prison well no not the prison the, the uh prison. when he goes back to they that, go back uh, to the base oh it's like, like a, a smuggler, smuggler outpost, outpost thing something like that also yeah. i do like what they talk when they talk about the ship why like his ship is like it's a piece of crap but the only reason why we like it is because what was it he's uh it's off imperial records or something yeah it's off imperial records it was made before the no it, it was it's something even more it's never been caught by the empire oh it's like it's never been it's, it's like, like a, it didn't have license plates. It's like a yeah, pretty in much. a gist, pretty gist, much. Yeah. yeah, it's not in the system. Yeah. Oh, there was oh one thing we missed in episode five that I really liked. I liked the beginning of that where he's getting chased by the bounty hunter, and he does oh. the, he does the Top Gun move oh, and yeah, has yeah, like yeah. That's, that's my line. line. That's my line. I love that. Probably the best part. Um, I can bring you in cold. I'm bringing you in. Ah. <laughs> oh. He's so cool. Yeah. I liked I liked how there was bounty hunters like slowly chasing him around us. Uh, catching up to him catching yeah. up to him in the series yeah i am gonna miss that because now he's on good terms with the guild yeah but he's got even worse threats he's got the imperial purist the yeah well, i now like how they call him the imps now that actually now that, that's actually <laughs> the a per- empire rotc actually it uh segues completely <laughs> good and, well perfectly into this episode seven yeah which this is this this episode solidified to me at least that this show has some balls I really enjoyed this episode mainly because it's basically the squad getting back together. Oh yeah. You find out Quill's name. Um you have Gina Carano's character Carl Weathers you got that back one? together. Say it five times fast. Gina Carano, Gina Carano, Gina Carano, Gina Gina Carano. Gina Gina Carano. Cara Dune. Cara Dune as Gina Carano. Only a master of evil, Darth. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Uh, losing it. What were we talking about? Uh, the Reckoning. Episode. The Reckoning. Episode oh, 7. Dude, that was so intense. Scout Troopers. We got to see Scout Troopers okay. again. I like how the armor's worn out, too. Yes. All I'm going to say, do we really need a five-minute backstory to the IG reprogramming? Oh, yeah, I didn't. Okay, like, you know what? If I had to pick a squabble, I didn't like that. I was like, dude, couldn't you just say he just got reprogrammed? Yeah, how many times has like, this been in Star how, Wars? Like, Quill talks about how he scavenged the the battlefield and he picked up the IG unit like it was his child and he dragged it back and they reprogrammed and then taught him how to hold things. And It was like was the show's like, like trying to say so hard. Like, this droid's not bad anymore at all. Not even in the slightest. Look at this. Look, he's doing that. Look, he doesn't know how to pick up a cup. He's full. He's he's feeding the blurgs. Look yes. at him. He's a good guy. Good guy. Good droid. Good droid. Imagine if they do this with K two S O. 
spent like a five minute sequence of him just like exactly oh oh he's like hugging rebels it's like they thought we were this retarded like k2so he's just reprogrammed but yeah. ig it could have been solved oh, no, in no, no, one no, no, sentence no. we we saw ig try to kill baby yoda so we got you got to tell the audience that he's not we bad. need this flat yeah uh-huh <laughs> huge reveal anyways huge reveal. so quill and carol danvers Carol Danvers. <laughs> Carol Danvers, my Car- God. I'm calling her Carol Danvers. Oh, no, don't ruin her character. <laughs> Cara Dune meets up with Carl Weathers and then a few other bounty hunters. Um, and I love basically, Carl Weathers. Their plan is yeah. to take Baby Yoda in, but just kill... Um, kill oh, everyone what, in town. What's that guy's name? Um, <sighs> he was in Breaking Moff Bad. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon yeah. is his name. Moff in- Gideon. Mothkin, he's Mandalorian. cool. Okay, he I was wish, cool. I wish he such a cool villain. Okay, you know how there's Mandalorian, Imperial Mandalorians and Rebels? Yeah. No, that's what I think he is too. I wish that he had a helmet and was like a Mandalorian Imperial. Well, um, he said that uh, Kip Dern, or aka the Mandalorian, recognized him because he the, the way he knows everyone is because he did used to work on Mandalore. Yeah. yeah. He used to work on Mandalore yeah. during the Republic era. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, this kind of flash forward into the last episode, but he walked up to Mando like it was nothing. Like, he wasn't even worried. Yeah. And for a thing Which that he has. Which we know why at the very end. And, but uh, did you talk about the big thing about episode seven? We I want to talk about it. We have okay. not yet. Okay. Can I so, talk? oh, yeah. Go okay. ahead, bro. Okay. The reason why I say that this episode has balls is because it had, it killed, uh, not main, I guess you could, yeah, main character. It killed the main yeah. character. It killed yeah. it killed Quill, aka Nick Nolte. Yeah. In which you think he's gonna make it to the ship, but speeder bikes are faster and have blasters. That yeah. rhymed. They speeder didn't bikes miss are faster. This time. Uh-huh. Faster blasters. Yeah, and you know he's not gonna get up because he's so tiny. Like you can only take one. Yeah, you can only take one. And his health bar is like fifty. <laughs> I didn't think the show less than an officer in Battlefront Two. I didn't. I didn't think the show was gonna do something like that. I didn't think it was going to. I didn't think they like, were going to kill Quill. No, I, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to kill any main character, but they did. It that really evolved. raised the stakes right then. So I do like that though. I like when shows each season kill off a main character. So this is making me more like when they introduce more characters or when new character or when old characters come back, it's going to bring on a, a kind of a little bit of a nerve because you don't know if who's going to make it out or not. Besides, I, obviously the man. I like how they did that because it's and like Baby Game Yoda. Of, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. That really opened me to the idea of, like, no character safe. And I like that feeling in a TV show. I don't like the feeling of anyone might survive. Like, Clone Wars does that. Yeah. Um, but yet not do it like Walking Dead, where they get bored <laughs> and they kill people off. <laughs> kill- <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I guess there's really nothing we can go with this. Let's let's take him out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's the highlight. Yeah. Anyways, we see Yoda Force Heal. Yes, Carl that, Weathers. Yeah, that's why Disney was so explicit about like seeing this episode before First, Rise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it makes sense. I like it. At first, I was like, Ugh, Yoda's always had know. the presence ability, like Clint said. Yes, in presence, presence ability oh, in 2015 <laughs> Battlefront. It exists. Also, in other Star Wars media, Force Heal Legends uh, has not. It's been always been a thing that's been around. So, like. Yeah. I have an ability in Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, where I can heal myself. You know, Clint, I always looked at you as the madman for the legends. And you know what? You get a tiny bit of respect from me. They called me a madman. And all that tiny bit of respect just went away. When they bring back all a bunch of uh, legend Sith after Rise and then Force Heal. 
It feels feels like put on an old suit. It feels like knockoff legends. It does feel like knockoff. It really kind of does. <laughs> I feel at, at this point they're kind of getting scared and be like, ah, oh, there's better stories, so let's we better include this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyways, this episode leaves off in a cliffhanger. Obviously, Quill dies, and then the Stormtroopers they get Baby Yoda. Grab Baby Yoda, and yep. that ties right into Redemption, which honestly, seven and eight could be like a part one, part two. Yeah, that's why I think that how always the finale and the episode right before it. It's kind of like a two-parter. That's why I looked about episode one and episode two. And episode three, honestly. That was like a three-parter, and this episode was like a yeah, two-parter. Yeah. Anyways. What if, what if uh, Reckoning was the last episode? Ooh. And you didn't see what happened. Okay, I would totally have been okay with that. That would have been one hell of a cliffhanger. After the episode, I was oh like, Oh my god! Damn. They just grab out Baby Yoda. But I did not... Okay, so Redemption starts with the Stormtroopers, which I was I thought that was fun, where they're just, that, like, that was missing funny. a bucket. But then it, he became, like, the most hated person in Star Wars. Okay. Officially. Hitting Baby Yoda Punching three times. Baby Yoda so hard. <laughs> That's, like, borderline abusive, borderline not okay. <laughs> which was great, because, like, moments later, one of them gets their head bashed in. <laughs> yeah. You know, IG. What was it you told you told me, Devin? Best babysitter uh, out there. The store, the two storm, like the good five minutes with the stormtroopers. It felt like an episode of uh, Robot Chicken. Robot, like a, ch- yeah, like a skit from Robot Chicken. Yeah, two major characters were killed off. I just realized that Ig and Quill. Yep. Yeah, but I feel like you care more about Quill though. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. Quill's a living. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like Ig can be replaced by another yeah. Ig. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, guys. I have a question. So obviously, Ig unit was reprogrammed to be a babysitter. A nanny droid. Nanny droid. Pacifier. Okay. Who's the better babysitter? Steve Harrington from Stranger Things or IG from The okay. Mandalorian? Oh, no. Steve. Steve. No. Steve. Nowhere near. <laughs> Steve equals dad. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's dad. Thanks. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there for you guys to ponder. Anyways, this last one, basically they're cornered and then do that flame trooper though. And then you see oh. Death Troopers also. Death Troopers in action. They're the only one that they're the only ones that can really give like Mando some something to work with. Yeah, yeah. I really like that too. Oh, yeah. Death Troopers are so cool. They are. I was so happy they brought them back. Who would I, win? I like how it's not just Rogue One. Yeah. Who would win? A squad of Death Troopers or a squad of Arc Troopers? Arc Troopers. Arc Troopers. You see more yeah, Death Troopers, troopers die. Arc troopers. Yeah. Arc Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't question it, Clint. Who would win? I saw the doubt in your eyes. Who would win? Clone Commandos or Arc Troopers? Commandos. Commandos, yeah. Yeah. And like the Delta Squad. Of and then the Flame Trooper was about to flame him. Baby Yoda. Flame on! Roast him. Baby Yoda had a little and toast. Force, force field. What was that? Force, 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 force it's, push, it's force, force push. It's been a thing that they've shown before, like where they're just holding back a certain force of something. Force yeah. like wall. It's yeah. just kind of like a f- subtle force push because he's pushing, just pushing back the fire, but not yeah. all the way till then. He he like holds it. Yeah, he holds it's it. It's like he's holding the RB on the Xbox controller, and yeah. then he lets it go. It's and like, then, and then he falls over because like it exerted too much energy. It's like yeah. what Vader did when he was Stamina's holding back low. the water yeah. in. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. Fallen, Order. Fallen Order. Spoiler. Yeah. Anakin also does it in uh in Clone Wars when he's holding back the explosion, and then he's oh the one. <laughs> yep. You know which episode I'm talking about with Ayo Sakura? 
I just watched that two part of the other day. I like that, but the, 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 the little monkey guy makes me so mad. <laughs> we will not abandon our ways. I do wonder at what price was it? <laughs> it would have been so cool if Rex just shot him in the head. <laughs> we do not want to abandon our ways. <laughs> and then he just says, Clanker. <laughs> Slowly puts his. If not combat. Puts us into an ex- pl- in a place of extinction, then so be it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, that happened. Mandalorian's um, helmet comes off in this episode. Hate it. Still. Not hate it, not but dislike it. Yeah. And then there's that scene when he gets his jetpack. Oh, and all oh, the Mandalorians are killed uh, off. Don't, don't forget, Cara Dune and Mando have a big bro moment before. Honestly, I think they're gonna get. Oh, together. they do. They do. I I, I want know. I want that I want that more than the other girl. Oh yeah, way more than the other, the other girl. Like way more than because the... we know Cara Dune and Mando are gonna spend a lot of time. And Just she think cared, about it. She oh. cared a lot about him. Yeah, she think was. She was gonna stay back with. She them. was like sh- extremely worried that he was gonna die. She was scared. She wasn't gonna get some uh, Mandalorian. You know. Anyways. Um, credits. Dick! (laughs) (laughs) I say you cut everything out of this episode and just leave that. (laughs) Probably won't even cut anything out. No, we should take, like, our voice lines together and just merge it. Mandalorian dick! (laughs) (laughs) But... Anyways, they. Need knock, knock, knock. But anyways, anyway, the redemption. God, this had so many cool moments. It's like when you're finally so close to unlocking everything. You beat the game. You get you get new mudhorn symbol. You get the jetpack. You, you get this like special unlocked emblem for Black Ops too. And you get to put it on your like your gun or piece of armor. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did like it how he said like, "Yeah, I've only used like the jetpack once or twice," and then he uses it like almost perfectly the first time. I know he like hooks up, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That was so okay. cool. Okay. Yeah, that was a little plot forced, but it was pretty cool. Oh no, it was pretty cool. It was pretty badass. Well, he really only did it to go up and then hook on. Yeah, that's true. You didn't actually fly with it. I guess. And then just Until you land. learn it, it will not follow your orders. I like, I like that. that. It's, it's kind of like, like they it's like a communicate beast. with it. It's like the Mandalorian lightsaber. Thing. Yeah. It's their version of the lightsaber. Kind of. You have to earn it. The jetpack. Yeah. Anyways, IG commits suicide right after we meet a really weird R2 unit. Yeah, buff R2. I was so happy. It was so funny. Dude, if I didn't... Because my fantasy football team name is Droid Rage, and I really wanted to have that as the thing. <laughs> R2, I want to really buff R2. An R2 unit turned into a gondola driver. That was so funny. Imagine if R2 ever did that. That'd be so weird. Oh, God. I cannot I see it. I can't do that. Anyways, Mandalorian cries for like five minutes over IG killing himself even though actually you know what the more I think about it it more makes sense because now he's looking at IG unit because he's done a lot for the group and then even IG starts making some points here and there you know IG saw his face so that probably means a lot to the Mandalorian some way somehow I read your voice I guess it sounds sad Sad. and so it shows kind of like Mando's character character 
I can't pronounce. I can't think of the word. Uh, I just had it. Balls. <sighs> development. Car- yeah, character development. Uh, because you know, pretty he hates, sure you meant balls. He, yeah, well, that too. But uh, he starts. You know, he starts. My mouth. He's starting to care for one droid. So that one droid might turn into many. Also, yeah. we oh, with a big thing. Before we get to the IG death, we saw his uh, background story complete. Oh, you Death did. Watch saves him. Yes. Yeah, that I would. I want to see more of that play out. Yes. Obviously, Death all... Watch are extremely bad guys. Yeah, really... they're not good. They're all rocking the. Uh, what is it? The E three Boba Fett blaster. I think someone had dual that. pistols too. Did someone? I think someone. First live action Death Watch too. That was really cool. Was really cool. Pretty cool. The color was a little off. They were kind of green. No, they were blue. like a dark blue. Dark blue, yeah. They had the symbol, though. They had the Death oh, Watch yeah, symbol. That's why I was like, symbol. when I first saw it, I was like, no way. Which is so interesting because Death Watch was a terrorist organization. Yeah. It's like a splinter cell of the Mandalorian government. Yeah. So this leads me to believe, they were like, like they were like focused on the old ways of Mandalore. Like yeah. the old. They're like, you know how I look at them? They're like the they're like Spartans. Retired Spartans. Yeah. So is the Mandalorian's guild kind of like a Death Watch guild? Kind of like Death Watch guild? Is it like kind of a branch from that? You no, know, because there's you know there's different bounty hunter guilds. They're not all like Mandalorians. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, like, I know that. like his little cult so like that he it, goes this to. is just like a guild. It's like think of it as a law firm, law firm, but it's just Mandalorians working at this law firm. <laughs> it's, it's just like that. Okay, I get that. Yeah. yeah see, all right. Good. Good. <laughs> Anyways, this episode ends with. Pretty badass moment so with probably going to be the main villain of next season. Oh, 100%. I love, yeah, dude, he's so cool. I that was such a perfect casting choice. Oh yeah, he plays a great villain. The only man. thing though, I wish so badly he had a helmet because he looks so dorky. Like, what? you really think honestly, so? I don't I like, like it. He's got I like, like he's got I mean, the like armor a, and the got, cape and the, like a mustache. And, you know, the dark saber. So I think he's good enough. Oh, yeah, his dude. voice makes up Bro, for it. I was watching this presentation, with Evan, and then some other friends. And then right when we saw a little pecker come out of that TIE fighter, Excuse me? we just lost our minds. Like how you called it a pecker. Pecker. <laughs> but yeah, darts. that was so cool. And you already know the Darksaber is going to be Mando's next upgrade in season two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gonna gonna be... I hope he doesn't get to the end when he kills this guy. Mm. But I, want to, I, I bet this guy is extremely trained and probably can easily beat Mando. I, you know I just know that he can. You know what's something I'm really worried about? So you know how Cara Dune and um, Carl Weathers stayed on the planet? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Do you think that they're going to get... Ooh. No, I, I think those two are safe. Those two I and... Know. I really hope they don't kill him off screen or else I'll be pissed. They wouldn't do oh, that. Oh, they would never do it's that. It's Carl Weathers. And Cara Dune is... A really good female protagonist. You really think they'll knock her no, out? No, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was. Just, I'm just a little bit worried. I think those two. There's and no Obviously, I don't think the Mando's safe. Honestly, I think he's gonna die. Episode two. <laughs> episode season. two. What, sh- what if they did that? What if they did where like it's called the Mandalorian, but it focuses on a different Mandalorian every season? Whoa, oh, dude, I'm so no, I, I'm, I'm so I'm so attached I'm to this. Attached to Din Djarin. I, I, I like I Din Djarin better than Boba Fett. Oh my god, I just said that, but well, I yeah. yeah, Boba Fett. Let's I mean, be yeah. honest here. Besides his credit of being the most hot selling a- action figure and just you know basically sparking all of this, but. Jango is still better. Now we got a Mandalorian so. that's actually a good guy. Isn't it funny how Jango Fett has a better fight scene than Boba? 
Yeah. 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 But, you know, you never know. Boba is going to be back. Hopefully. I think the the end game of this show, I know for a fact, is to bring Boba back. Really? That rhymed. What if Boba comes back and just kills off Din Djarin? He's the Mandalorian. I mean, he does have the exact same backstory as Mando. No, no, not really. Well, no, that's actually Jango Fett who does. Boba was yeah, raised Jango. by. But even Bounty Boba Hunters. Fett, even in the Clone Wars, is sympathetic. Yeah, he because, wouldn't kill any of the clones. Yeah, because oh, he wouldn't. Because yeah. he's he's not a bad man. He's not a bad man. He wanted to be honorable like his father. Remember, he gave up the location to the hostages. All he, I think, the worst thing he did was just capture Han Solo. In canon. Well, he also blew up an entire Republic cruiser. Nobody yeah. in it though. Was nobody in it? And he was only no, doing it trying. People. He was only doing it trying to kill Mace Windu, who killed his dad. Yeah, that's true. So facts. Anyways, clear motivation for Boba Fett. You're welcome, guys. The episode ends off with kind of a cliffhanger, not really, just a kind it's, of a cool. I mean, we all know he's going to make it out alive. Just yeah. a cool final scene. Yeah, it's just a cool final scene. Um, but I'm super excited for season two, and they already announced it's coming in October. The premise is just so awesome. Because it's we all know it's going to be him running away and the Imperial purists, the leftover of the Amps, are going to be chasing him. Yep. At the same time, Mando's mission is trying to find whatever these sorcerer guys are. I think the name, what was it? It was Jedi something. Jedi. Jedi. G-E-D-I. It's going to. Wait, 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 wait. I thought it was Head-Eye. 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 So there's two. Head-Eye. There's two things. Head-Eye. It's either that he's legitimately going to take Yoda, baby Yoda back to his home planet and we're going to see a bunch of Yodas. What is... Or, you even or he hands him off to... I, I, I only, feel like it shouldn't be... The only Jedi that's left. I feel like it's not going to be Luke because I feel like that wouldn't that be a big thing? Like, ba- oh, Luke got handed a baby Yoda. Where is he yeah. in the sequel trilogy? But, like, he knows nothing about all, the Force, so he probably doesn't even know who Luke Skywalker is. But it's also is. a smart move because Baby Yoda ages really slowly, so even by when the sequel trilogy rolls around. Probably be like... Okay, is Baby Yoda... Do you think he's going to be the same puppet, same, like, age next season? Yeah. Yeah. They or, can't do that. Yeah. Well, they're going to say it accelerated within a few months or a year. Just accelerated growth. He's just well. If he is a clone, he's got a mullet. I don't think he's a clone. They were just no, trying to no. clone him. Yeah, yeah. I in which I also think they're ex- which they're going to they explore. didn't explain that because the Camino em- emblem on that I one said, guy. I, just, I, wish that, I wish that tied in because that would make so much sense. If the whole reason, Ooh, what if they go to Camino? If they take damn. If they take um, that'd be cool, Clint. Baby Yoda, and the whole reason, like the em- Emperor Palpatine uses the DNA that they extract. From Baby Yoda to make a Force-sensitive clone, which is Snoke, that would be cool. That would just make sense. That would be really cool. Connect because it would actually not just be like out of nowhere with Snoke saying he's a clone. Because I need connections in Star Wars. That's kind of cool, Devin. Probably not going to happen, but pretty cool. Knowing Disney, it's probably not. But you know, I like that. Anyways. I think we can all agree that this is a really great, great season. And we're really excited about what's to come next season. Do you think we're going to see more of Yoda's species? I hope not. I actually kind of like it. I was just Yoda. I like this, the one. Do you think we'll find finally find out the name of the species? 
Mandalorian turns into the plot of Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> I never even saw That's where he goes search for his dad. It's so points. funny because I was just watching that the other night. I haven't seen that one It's yet. pretty good. Anyway. All those movies are good. Oh, yeah. Same with. You know, I just found out J.K. Simmons played, voices the bull in that. What? I thought that was so random. Anyway, um, that cast is stacked. I think season two. All right, okay. Do you think season two would be better than season one? Yeah, I think it will be. Ryan said his. It's ah. And mine. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it will tie. I don't think it's gonna be better. Well, if it's anything I think like it will tie, just as good. I don't know because it's not like it's an overarching story. Like it kind of is, but it's loose. Like, it's like Clone Wars. Like, there's some seasons, like, I think we can all agree, like, season four or five are probably the best in Clone Wars. But there's With no Clone Wars, the overarching, story. it's it's the war. It's and just for the this, war, yeah. For this, it's, like, the post-war and, like, the buildup of what we all know to come is the First Order. Mm-hmm. But then I I think I like it focused because if that was the focus, I'd be, I wouldn't be as interested because I like that it's a focus on the Mandalorian, yeah. Bounty Hunters, yeah. The criminal underworld in Star Wars, which I've you know, always wanted to see more I think, of. I think it'd be kind of cool if they like it starts out like that and gradually builds into like beginning of the First Order, maybe him joining the Resistance. Kind of like how Rebels is. The Rebels starts with like Ezra Bridger, the little squad, and then builds into the whole Resistance, Rebellion, crap. I need to watch more Rebels. Honestly, you know, there's a really pretty bad episode. There's a really cool. There's like one really cool Rebels moment that I want to show you guys. Darth Maul. No. Captain Rex. No. Me and Evan watched the one episode where Captain Rex takes on all the droids. Anyways, (laughs) Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Well, there were Um, a lot of Easter eggs throughout this whole show because favorite one gunk droid. Oh yeah, and if you want to find that out, Google them. <laughs> I've I've literally I just been having the same page, just Mandalorian Easter egg list, and I just haven't really clicked on it. There's so many in each really episode; are. it's really hard to say. Yeah, each episode deserves uh, actually, their own. Why don't we all Easter give our favorite Easter egg? Let's do that. Not counting Dark Saber. Not that's Dark Saber. Because that's, that's all that's of ours. Straight in your face. That's all of ours. Is that even an Easter egg? That's just like bam. If you that's, don't, know- I feel like an Easter egg is something that's hidden that you wouldn't notice the first. Unfortunately, time. yes, I did have to explain to Jack what that was. Because yeah, Jack's never seen Clone Wars. Forgot about he that. He was like, "Wait, what's this? We need to. We need to show him that." Luke's home. We need to show him. That. Jack, show dude, him. Jack said he's gonna start watching Clone Wars. It needs to happen. He's not gonna start watching Clone Wars. It needs to happen soon. He has Disney Plus, right? Like well, he has Disney. Well, because we have the Verizon. Oh, you have the Verizon thing? We do. What Verizon thing? Wait, how did... If you have unlimited data with Verizon, you can get Disney Plus for free for one year. You're what? Ki- you're kidding me. This entire time... You guys didn't know that? I thought that was just if you sign up for Verizon, like... Uh-oh. Immediately. <laughs> you're telling wait, wait, me... Wait. You're telling me I've been... You guys didn't know that? We spent how much on this... Well, you guys bought the annual? No, we didn't. No, what we oh. did, what we did, Ryan, is we gave all our shared money between me, Clint, Alexa, and Matt. We gave, we Venmoed Matt all that money, and then he didn't even buy the annual thing. He just 
Wait, so he, he still has your he money? He pocketed the money so he could pay for it monthly, and then he didn't pay this for last month. This is how I felt. And then Clint when, had to pay for it. This is how I felt when Matt told us that he didn't actually pay for the yearly, the annual yearly. Anakin's betrayal. <laughs> Bro, you guys need to cancel that. Get your money back. Honestly? Yeah. Anyways... Anywho, in any case, favorite Easter egg? Probably the the little eye thing that comes out. The Hobbiter, the Habajiki thing speaks botchy. The Habajiki. The the, the eye robot thing from I yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the Star Wars version of Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Well, no, there's like so many Easter eggs. Uh, it's hard to pick one for the entire series. Um, I like that the Mandalorian is wearing a Mandalorian helmet. I really like that. Nod. That is a callback to it Mandalorian. It is a callback <laughs> to, like, Honestly, Mandalorian. There's probably, like, some sort of, like, screen rant <laughs> article. It's like, top Easter egg is Mandalorian know, helmet. It's based off of Boba is Fett, a which is actually a Mandalorian. Now, hold on to your seats. The Dark Saber <laughs> is actually a callback to the Dark Saber used in the Clone Wars. They used Pedro Pascal's voice for the Mandalorian because he voices the Mandalorian. I mean, there's <laughs> the Mandalorian's rifle, which is seen in the Boba Fett holiday special. Uh, that might be my favorite that they brought something. They actually brought something from the holiday special, and even though that's been universally hated for so long. And then there's the red and white R5-D4 droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. He, doesn't have a, he has a good motivator now. He has a yeah. good, He's motivated. Good motivator. You ever see the robot chicken of that? I don't really feel like it. Five more minutes. <laughs> he's like he's like a slob. <laughs> Do you guys remember? I think it's episode... I think in the first episode, when you see all the Mandos at first, and they're just kind of, or no. You know, I think the Carbonite Freeze. Carbonite Freeze. Ooh, that's a good callback. There was one scene where you see a Mandalorian that looks just like Boba Fett. Do you guys remember that? We I thought like it was that. actually. But who's cooler, Boba or <clears throat> Cad Man. Bane? Oh, Boba. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Uh, Boba, because it's just traditional standpoint, at that, least for me. I guess. Cad Bane's just so cool. I just watched the the five parter with Obi Wan. Is there okay? What there is, is a five parter? There is no. There's five no five parter. They've only gone to four. Is fives and Ahsoka's? That's not four. a five. Those are four. Four. Oh, Corral's okay. four. Well, um, boy, I'm gonna go blow my brains out. Whoa! Whoa! Just kidding. Anyways, not really. This has been a fun talk. Yep. This, been, this was really fun. Yeah. This, is, this is like Phantom Rant, um, unboxed unboxed like just pure just talking yeah with this herpes is, this is like the bonus talking track on the so much herpes it's this like is the, the bonus, bonus track. track on the dvd this is the dvd ex- commentary the extended cut ryan's like director's cut ryan's tired and i'm sick and devin's got herpes heck yeah <laughs> and then jack was just too tired to come <laughs> <laughs> hey jack yeah jack's not here except he Came on the exact same hike I was on today. Still felt too tired to come. Oh, well, Jack's got a lot. Honestly, he should have just like, showed up and took a nap. Yeah. Could have been here. Jack does have a lot on his plate, so he yeah, give it dad. to him. He is a dad. He is the big dad. You got to let him rest. Before we head out, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, I just thought. I just like flash forward. Um, When Jack has a kid, 
we're gonna dress up as kid in a baby Yoda costume, and we're gonna all gonna dress up like Mandalorians. Oh. oh. Protect the child. Protect the child. I love that. And then we steal Jack's kid. Anyway, guys, I know <laughs> I we keep... raise him by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know I keep saying this. The Phantom Rat merch <laughs> is coming out very soon, so stay tuned for that. Actually, we are we were currently drinking out of our merch. Yep, we are drinking Phantom Rat mugs with our faces on it. So which you cool. Can, which you can so see cute. on my Instagram story plug. Also, go check out uh, the Lone Gunman Star Wars reviews. Oh yes! Plug 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 hundred percent for every original. Yep, they're all perfect. They're all perfect. They're all perfect. Every original is perfect. Apparently, yep, yep. You can complain about anything and be nitpicky about them, but the impact, though, they have huge impact. Oh yeah, yep. You'll be watching this fifty years from now. Phantom Menace is one hundred and ten, though. I what I did for Phantom Menace, I just put you know like how I usually put like the 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 crosshairs and then but instead of actually giving it a rating, I put priceless. Yeah, just priceless. the word priceless. How would I rate that? Rating it is just degrading the film, which should never be done. <laughs> like I said, like I like I told Devin in the car, the epitome of cinematography can never be peaked. Oh what George god. Lucas did with the lush green fields of Naboo. My god. Dear god. Yes. Okay, we need to end the episode yes. there. Stay Minecraft, tuned, guys. Not Minecraft. <laughs> uh, Microsoft Windows wallpaper. Oh god. The illusions that Lucas went through for that is just it's mind-blowing because you know, it dates back. Glenn, what have you started? <laughs> also, also we have one of the most like mind-blowing lines in Phantom Menace. Like, you never forget that because like well, it kind of like almost like sums up like just the fans like coming together. It's what JJ could never do, and it's the line with Jar Jar Binks where he says, <laughs> "Piusa." <laughs> you know when Marlon Brando? You know when Marlon Brando? I uh, that was way too much of a build up, Devin. <laughs> right? You, you know when Marlon Brando uh, gives his iconic uh. speech in On the Waterfront? Like I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. Yeah. It's it's that tops it. That to- oh yeah, oh yeah. Piusa. The subtle like. <laughs> emotional moments those small emotional moments with jar jar binks you don't get that film yeah nowadays. screw screw the whole raid marriage the story that's why george will always be a master on and off the camera p use that with his diet coke p use with the diet coke obviously oh uh, i was telling clint earlier that uh how george lucas has a diet coke everywhere but it's also like he's it's built in like you know how Vader, like he he gets clean and he puts the helmet on and off like an Empire. It's like that, but they replace with a new die coke in the center of his heart. It's like his art reactor, basically. It's art reactor, and it changes his mood too. So if he wants like the lime, when 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 George Lucas is pissed, he puts in Coke Zero. <laughs> Caffeine free. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, guys, stay tuned. Our next episode is going to be dropping shortly. We're going to be talking about the top <laughs> movies of each Dark decade Luke. of the 2010s. Dark, Dark Lucas. <laughs> he's going to surprise. Stay tuned, guys. We love you guys. Thanks for being part of the Panamera community. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, stay tuned for some more episodes coming soon for 2020. <laughs> when he's horny, it's the it's the orange vanilla and Coke Zero. Because <laughs> he wants flavor. <laughs> I can't. I keep. You know what? I keep playing in my head. I'm like, you know, when Anakin turns, looks at the camera, and he's got. <laughs>